welcome to the We're All Fucked podcast hosted by me, Derry Owen. And me, Dan's Grace. This is a podcast designed to try and take a light-hearted take on the ridiculousness of society as we know it and wonder how we all find a way to carry on, even though we know deep down we're all fucked. Each episode, we'll be looking at a particular topic, having a laugh and a cry along the way, dragging along a few guests with us for the ride. Remember to rate us and subscribe so you never miss our rounds. Well, hello, Dewey. Well, hello, Daniel. <laughs> we always sound a little bit seductive, don't we? <laughs> sure about that. No, nope. you do have your come to bed eyes on as well, so that doesn't oh, can. That's obviously. that's the soft lighting. That's the yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the lovely IKEA lamp on my desk. Just <laughs> here looking to afford to put a light on. I've got oh. a uh, absolutely here we are. I, I berate capitalism, and here I am with my like cheap Chinese. Nice. <laughs> lamp in my face. But it Made was only ten pounds. Yeah, hell, it's bright. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's pretty bloody good, and it runs on a battery as well, so you can like take it mobile. Oh wow! Oh my god! We're talking about a lamp, crime scene Dan. investigation. <laughs> swiftly on. Yeah, it's not a blue we, light. We, thank God. We live an exciting life. <laughs> well, it is getting old, though, isn't it? Like we we ended up last week. Me and the partner getting excited about a handheld Hoover, for fuck's sake. That oh, is what life Jesus. is now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just like, excited <laughs> to clean the car. Look at the yeah, suction. Nah, it's um Your topic, I, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is. Um I think I picked a nice juicy one this week. Feminism. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god get the complaints uh email uh well i mean i i i have some fairly sort of i mean what i i don't think of them as particularly strong views but a lot of the views i hold are considered fairly strong so you know i'm not going to kind of bat away any criticism but yeah i feel that what does feminism mean feminism to me means Equality of the sexes, equality of all genders. Um, or, well, more specifically, equality of the female gender with other genders, typically searching for equality with the male gender. Um, there's, a, there's a distinct currently googling. <laughs> <laughs> shit, uh, shit. How, how to not come across as a sexist? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not to go to jail on this topic. So, define feminism: the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. Yeah, so you're right, but it is towards the male, women's. Female. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. get because this is what I struggle with. Is it getting women to the same rights as men, or getting both to the same level? Because they're, well, they're, they're, they're different levels, too, aren't they? Or am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I think that it sort of conflates the issue slightly because for me, there are certain... conflates. <laughs> <laughs> Be aware that sometimes I just pick words that sound fancy but don't necessarily fit. So please do not Google too hard. <laughs> um, that's that should be a that should be a jazz song. Don't Google me too hard. <laughs> nah, I think I think for me it's like it's one of those where 
there are certain ways that the male and female gender as traditionally represented are actually different, like fundamentally different. And so as as a kind of for sake of an argument, the male gender tends to have more upper body strength, like as a stereotype. And as like, you know, if you were to take a massive statistical sample, I think it would still be the case. Our biology hasn't changed that much. Our our social values have changed. And, you know, we're no longer sort of thinking that women are these weak, kind of impoverished women that can't possibly handle education or jobs or, you know, the right to vote, etc. But yeah. fundamentally, we we I, I'm still the one who opens the jars. I I uh, the the hot water bottle occasionally gets too too tight on there. I can yeah. do that. I'm right but, there. It, it, are you touching on something here now? Where like that? Uh, I'm not criticising at all, of course. Where like the jam jar thing isn't just like that's just not. How can I say this? Like that's not relevant to the argument, is it? But I understand what you mean, that you'll, you'll get militant feminists. Mm. And there are militants in every fucking group that's ever been that will yeah. bring that. But it, it's for the bigger stuff, isn't it, surely? Oh, well, like as in, as in what they're sort of fighting for type thing. Or what yes, feminists and we'll like, bring yeah, yeah, every definitely, fucking definitely. thing like that into it to make yeah, it yeah. seem like, because we're not letting them, not letting them open a jar. Yeah. You think I can't no, open a fucking yeah, jar? Because no, I'm you. a woman. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I get you, I get that's you. That's the stuff that grinds my fucking gears. <laughs> really. I think, I think fundamentally, the majority of feminists are going for things like, you know, sort of fairly basic things like equal pay, like job opportunities, you know, fair treatment in education. There are certain sectors of education and work that are massively male dominated, and the same as you probably get certain sectors of work that are massively dominated by women for yeah. like really unhealthy reasons and you you know with feminism there's the sexism going both ways obviously but i think it's kind of one of those where i always feel a bit uncomfortable bringing those up because yeah it's a bit like the whole white black thing it's like it is yeah you're scared of almost saying like you're there when you are (laughs) when you're making a point you feel like you need to give like three different examples <laughs> to just like back up your point, aren't you? Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah, promise yeah. you, I'm not. I'm not a sexist <laughs> because of these things, you know. And well, it, it is I that. I I say some horrifically sexist things, and and I kind of like very very Funny, frequently is yeah, fantastic. <laughs> that we have to admit that they're hilarious. it doesn't mean that you mean yeah, them. Yeah, they're just fucking yeah, yeah. funny. Well, I think I think for me fundamentally, as it, okay, it depends on context because. I wouldn't make that kind of joke down the pub with someone I didn't know very well mm. because they would not not because I would worry about causing offense, but more because if I was talking to a bloke, I would feel like I was legitimizing his sexist views. Yeah. And I was encouraging a sexist atmosphere. Yeah. If I'm going to make a horrifically sexist joke, it's going to be typically with you where ultimately the point of the humor is that sexism itself is funny. Of like, course, it's hilarious. It's the idea, like, and, and racism, the idea that, like, somehow black people or somehow women aren't equal to white men is mental. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is silly. the big point that I was going to bring to you, and obviously I'm uh, coming at this from a very sheltered point of view, I suppose, but 
I can say hand on heart since the moment that I've graced the earth, I have never looked at as a woman as being like inferior in any way. No. <laughs> no. Is that supposed to be a joke? Not even the smelly ugly ones. <laughs> well, no, not like, not like as a human being. No, not, you know even, what I mean? not even the fat ones. <laughs> no, not even your mum. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm joking, Dan's man. If you're listening, um, but no, like, I've, I've never, I've ne- yeah, it's it's that simple, really. Um, but also That's have been ignorant. Though. But obviously, having having been ignorant to the fact that yeah, there are huge issues, societal issues, that are stopping women, girls, from being able to do stuff that that we well, probably this, take for granted is... or access stuff, and no, that that's definitely. ignorance. But but we have to be. Uh, okay, here we go. It's very difficult to fucking convey this, isn't it? I feel we're in. We're living through a big generational divide between. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, boomers definitely. and like the millennials, Gen, Gen X, and probably like Gen my Z kids, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. are going to be like a million miles ahead of us. I yeah, feel like we're yeah. dancing, and it's like the, our millennial generation is like we've got these parents and grandparents behind us who have told us some really dodgy shit when we were growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But deep yeah, down, yeah. we all know like this is like bullshit, and we're actually like finding a way of we've Not experienced life, and they like, hold yeah, on. Yeah. Obviously, there are large ways of people, unfortunately, who have been indoctrinated by their parents yeah, yeah. or whatever group of friends, and, and do yeah. sadly hold those views. But I, what I'm probably getting is, like, I, I feel it's like a big change moment, but I'm, I'm confident about the future. Mm, that, yeah. like, it's, it's, well, it's that's, good, that's and good. I don't think it's going downhill. Personally, I suppose there's arguments, politically speaking, you know, where, um, like, people being elected are probably coming from a position where it would challenge the viewpoint that I just say. But what I think there, that actually talks about like a big uh, kind of societal issue at large anyway. You know, see previous episodes about all the fucking different things that are making people vote a certain way. And they're actually almost being, we know, only those kind of politicians, they want to blame somebody. So they they point people against each other instead of actually the the bigger bigger things that have. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. However, my... um, yeah, sorry, carry on. As a, as a like, a, I think for your position as a parent, and obviously, you know, you've got a kind of, I don't want to say this in a dodgy way, but a closer experience of observing children, shall we say, than I might currently have. Do you have a tag on your leg? <laughs> well, you know, it's a bracelet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why is it watching? <laughs> <laughs> woo woo! <laughs> it's the sound of the police. Um, but like, yeah, it's one of those where I think, like, you know, you've got front first-hand sort of knowledge and awareness of like how you parent your child. And I know they're young yeah. enough now that you're not kind of. It's not too concerning for you, particularly the younger. But you're still sort of obviously you know, you will have some awareness of that arc and those kind of those gender roles and how you kind of want them to grow up or, uh, you know, hoping to support them to grow up and the kind of people you want them to grow up into, or yeah. the kind of world you want to encourage them to, you know, how would you deal with bullying? How are you going to deal with those, like, first dates or, you know, all those kind of, all that. Yeah, it's, it's one of the hardest things for parents in, yeah. And obviously having a really, really young child, obviously the 
you know, she's three, for God's sake. But I, I, I am looking at her thinking, oh, no. And you, you, you do, yeah. I do worry more about yeah. her, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And the show yeah. probably does make me realise that ignorant stuff where, you know, as a guy, you walk down the road, you don't, yeah, you're worried sometimes, but you're not, like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, terrified, yeah, yeah. of course, which I can... And that's that was the ignorance part of me probably growing up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you do uh, you do worry about that stuff. And I would lie to say that that I know what to do <laughs> when uh, it's just about building the relationship with your kid, isn't it? Hopefully, if there's a problem or they they find something that you're there to kind of advocate and support them. So it's kind of the larger everyday parenting stuff. Yeah, but it's been yeah, interesting yeah. to me. Your point now, like being a parent. It's been interesting to me about, like, um, the nature-nurture thing, which is obviously where, historically, going back generations, where the, in inverted commas, male jobs and female jobs have come from, is based largely... The husband taking out the bins as she runs through the fields of wheat. (laughs) That's the one. (laughs) The one, the the example we all think. I wish there was a meme on that. Um, But, like... um, yeah, it's interesting as as a a parent observing that because you you're you're, you're seeing it like ha- I'm seeing that happen in front of me with a one son and a and a daughter like you know he's yeah. into so-called boy things yeah. and she's into so-called girl things and I can tell you hand on heart that we haven't ever like you know as far as I'm concerned. I, you know, ever kind of like push them to, oh, do you want to play with the doll to the girl? Or yeah, 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 do you want to yeah. play with the thing? We've never done that. Because I think yeah. we almost talked about it at the beginning whereby like we just want to see how it happens. But it's like she's into pink things. You know, he's into like superheroes. It's weird how it's like an all, almost happened. But almost like even more insane is like my son, he will be very like boy and girl whereby they know that they're different, you know, smelly boys or, you know, silly girls or whatever straight away. But even he'll do tasks sometimes and think, oh, the the boys do this, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. And that is when you're a parent where you're just like, yeah, son. (laughs) There we go. You know, program loaded, you know. And it's in the hard drive. (laughs) It's at that point where as a parent, your role is to say, well, why are you saying that? You know, she can do that with us if she wants to. And yeah, you find him looking yeah. like, but like, where's that thought come from? I know he's in school and stuff, but yeah. bloody other four or five year olds aren't coming up to him. Girls are doing this, are they? Surely, <laughs> you know, I wonder, like, where does that come from? It's, it's, so it's made I mean, me probably the biggest thing I'm getting here is probably like nature has a massive role to play. Nah, nah. No, you're not having nah, that at all. Nah. Well, I mean, obviously, I think nature has a part to play, but. It's a bigger role than I thought it had after now that I've had kids is what my position is today. Uh, I think I think what I feel you've come to that conclusion based on false evidence. I think that if you look at like the expressions of gender or the expressions of gender roles throughout various cultures across the globe, Mm. you end up with there are there are a few kind of female dominated communities should we say and okay. you know where the, the matriarch there's there's some tribes in africa where like the woman takes on the kind of leadership role and runs the community um and yeah i'm not an anthropologist so i'm not going to start citing particular facts but 
basically what I'm saying is that it isn't just down to your genetics, that there's certain sort of predispositions to behave in a certain way. Obviously, hormones have a part to play in it. So, you know, men have more testosterone, etc. I don't know that much about hormones in young kids, but I'd hazard a guess that it's probably not that big a difference because mm-hmm. obviously it's sort of pre-adolescence, so there's not really going to be that much expression of that kind of stuff. You know, the woman isn't hit her period and the boys haven't started to grow all, you know, their voice aren't breaking, they're not hairy, etc. So I'd imagine, I don't know, but I'd imagine their hormone levels are basically the same. So for me... When you were sort of saying, well, we kind of had the conversation about not wanting to, like, strongly influence them one way or the other, just see how it comes out. I think that if you actually want to end up with sort of not gender neutral children, but you want children who genuinely have their own expression of gender or their own sort of strengthened journey within the gender universe, the genderverse, if you will, um, I think you really have to push quite hard. Because you're, talk, you're talking about oh, it needs to be like a little laboratory environment where they have access cool. to the exact same toys, like plain clothing, and then if we do it that way, they'll be exactly the same, basically, until their balls drop. No, no, I mean, I know it's a callous shit way of saying. No, 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 I know, I know what you say. I mean, no, that's that's not what I'm sort of advocating for. Is is less like lab conditions and more just basically recognizing as far as possible, and identifying and targeting malign influences. So, you know, you highlighted school as one influence, but obviously school itself has, like, multiple facets. So there'll be the classmates in the same class. There'll be the classmates in the years above. There'll be classmates in the years below. There'll be, like, the the other families. There'll be the teachers. There'll be the other staff on the site. And I think that all of them are going to play different roles in that. And then aside from that, you've got TV, you've got yeah, radio, you've got probably cinema. Be big. Yeah, they see an even advertisement or so yeah, ev- yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly, I see. Yeah, exactly. you are right. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. Like, and actually, so, when you're talking about it like that, probably the parental influence, especially when both parents are working, is they yeah. see them for like three hours a day. Yeah, so you are right. Yeah, you are right. And but so, so again, you, let let me reframe it then and. Yeah, go on. Uh, and 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 say they with that knowledge, which I yeah, I'll put my hands probably there therefore and say yeah, you you are absolutely right. But to say how quickly then and how uh, not insidious probably, but how quickly and how easily that has been oh. like influenced their behaviour. Oh. It's literally like instantaneous. Yeah, you it's know? fucking. This this is a big. I mean, obviously, I'm not financially in a position to have kids anyway, but if I was it would take a lot of like sort of thinking because I fucking terrifies me. Like if you look at kind of the influence, particularly of the internet and, you know, not just the internet, but how the internet has allowed sort of various bits of mainstream media to just go into our homes at a really like rapid level, whether it's through social media or whether it's through like music videos or whether it be through like pornography on the internet, like, it's got a really all pervasive, you know, impact on, and particularly like as an adult, that's already very impacting. You know, we're, we're molded and shaped by advertising constantly. Like young kids who have no sort of reference points or that they don't have their kind of own sense of kind of internal 
identity almost. They're kind of they're always they're looking out, they're bouncing out sort of, oh, is this is this what I like? Is you know, what how does this feel? You know, is this part of who I am? And then you kind of factor in like Snapchat and TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Pornhub and and you're just like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it's an unstoppable force. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck which yeah. Which can't do anything about. It's, yeah. it's it's why it's why like when you kind of you know you mentioned like the the militant feminists or the feminazis like I find them fucking hilarious, but. If I was to like stick myself in a camp, and it's not an us against them, but if you were to just divide the world into two block colours, and you had all your feminists on one side, including the feminazis, and on the other side you had like the incels and the Andrew Tates of the world, I know which side I'm fucking picking. <laughs> mm, yeah, like it's an easy fucking choice because have you you must have seen the news about a. Uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah, but uh, I'm not aware. I've followed anything that he's that does. Good. I don't even know who the guy Excellent. is. Excellent, fucking yeah. lovely. Stick to it. I I I don't follow him, but um, yeah, my partner has uh, has watched more than a few of his videos, and he is a horrific individual. And I think he's I I see him less as a problem. Obviously, he is a problem, but he's a symptom of a yeah. societal issue where. Yeah. Basically, we we have large numbers of men and women growing up with very little knowledge of healthy relationships and healthy ways to relate to each other and healthy ways to express their gender. I think that as a man, I feel like we've really lacked on kind of male archetypes, male role models where it's kind of, you know, your, your sort of traditional male archetypes when I was growing up were things like Arnie Schwarzenegger and, you know, you kind of like movie star where mm. there's no, there's no sort of, it's, it's very comic book style. There's no sort of in-depth expression of emotion. There's no, no. Kind of understanding of fear or sadness no. or complex no. emotions. No. It's, it's, can you fuck and can you fight? Yeah. I, I, it's exactly the same still, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. And, and, agree. and it hasn't, and that hasn't changed, but a man's role has changed inconceivably about yeah. what the expectation is. Listen, this is not like, I, there was a post the other day on Reddit about this. There was a guy who posted a video and he was, he was basically just like, I want to discuss this about like how he's working full time, expected to be, come home, uh, you know, be a present parent. He wants to be a present parent, be a supportive partner, listen to the partner and not get upset throughout it all. And it was interesting to see like a lot of the comments were from women saying, Oh, what about his wife? <laughs> you know, and the guy was just that, and that tells me like everything that's wrong about the discourse around this that it turns into like a man v woman thing yeah. where like we could both agree that both are shit yeah. historically men have had it much better I agree yeah. but it doesn't sure. mean that one or the other does not suffer you, yeah. you know what I mean and those, like, mil those like it's the same for a woman don't get me wrong and it is to do again with capitalism it, you know what's expected from us all that we can't manage now on one income so both have to support so beforehand you know the other woman would stay at home rightly or wrongly, yeah. whether she wanted to, the guy would work, but they could survive on that. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You know, the, the guy would wave the woman away when she's... Uh, my dad was telling me some stories, you know, wave the woman away when she was going to labour. All the best, let me know what it is. <laughs> you know? And that was like a generation or two ago. But yeah, now, yeah, yeah. every couple has to have two incomes. Yeah. The guy has to be more present. She's also still got to be the mum and work. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. it's all fucking shit, isn't it? I'm totally for it, but the militants of the feminism argument, Bill Burr said it, the comedian, I don't agree with everything <laughs> he says, but they treat it as a buffet. You know, yeah. I want yeah, that yeah. one, yeah. I want that one. You can keep that one. Go to the coal mines. No, 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 you can keep that one. <laughs> You know, so we've got to be kind of careful around that. Again, I don't want to turn this into like man v woman stuff, but um... I think I think one of the issues is that there's a kind of we've spoken about it on personal things where you kind of have relationships where there's an expectation of the man always being strong, and if there's any sign of weakness, it's immediate cause for massive concern and like yes, and that to cut across you very quickly was exactly mm. what that Reddit video was. That guy was was. The only man thing about that was he was saying, like, I, I, no, I can't cry. I yeah. can't open yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's all this mental health movement, which is like, like just talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. you're terrified of doing that. And then you do it, and then everybody panics because you're a yeah. guy yeah, and you yeah, haven't got yeah, your yeah. shit together. So it exists, no, exactly. doesn't it? So sorry, exactly. carry on. No, it's fucked. It is fucked. And it's like, I think, I think, you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily go along with the cherry picking because I don't think like we're not in a position where a substantial number of people have to pick manual labor jobs like I've made a career I've I don't think I've ever been paid for manual labor I've had jobs that have been easy to do it <laughs> <laughs> Could you not No fucking hell. you know when you stop at a roadworks and oh, you yeah. see the guy with a jackhammer, like, oh, well, yeah. guy with a spade, I'm like, <laughs> I could, yeah, just like, thank yeah. you guys, because I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking, long time ago. There now, I am I again, went... there now. Am I saying, sorry to cut across again, <laughs> I'm saying thank you guys. Yeah, but A woman could, yeah, well, but, but is, is, is this an issue? This is a guy's yeah. job. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. You've called yourself on it. It's yeah. uh, it's a valid point. It's a I valid do police point. because you do you do say stuff like that. But again, there's this, this fucking Thank other thing, people. and this is true as well about the black v white thing, where yeah. you'll the guy will or the woman will say something. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like you shouldn't say that, <laughs> but it doesn't mean because he said it, the guy is racist, and it doesn't no, mean exactly, because I said exactly. that that I am a sexist. I think I think it's just we that you, say, you know, I think like you saying something. It's automatic, so like you don't get a trial, you go straight to jail. And, I, I and think, there's some I think people talking about it. I think that's that's the issue, is because it's like people move away from the dialogue and they just go into point scoring. And you know, you're you're the way to beat your opposition isn't to work together on some kind of actually mutually beneficial conclusion. It's to figure out who's been the most offensive and who needs to get cancelled quickest. Yes, yes, and like. Whose who's despair is greatest? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I've grown up as in in a you know relatively privileged position, so there's a whole load of ways that I speak about issues and a whole load of language that I use that is going to be informed by the way that I've grown up. And you know that's not a criticism of my parents; that's just the environment that I've been in. And like, I mean, a really good example is 
I have in the past misgendered um, trans people and not oh, in this is, that's a very yeah that's an easy one to do but it doesn't mean oh. you're transphobic because you do it but there is a tendency to charge and oh, jail sure. the person isn't there yeah well i mean i when i when i did do it i did it maybe a year or so ago and the person i misgendered brought up brought it up with me separately by email <laughs> and like immediately dealt with it and it was like it was a in a, in a nice way yeah, 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 oh, in a very nice then. way, like in, in a supportive way, and like in a, in a kind of like you know wagging finger kind of you know like yeah, yeah. deal with this kind of issue. But I mean, I and I don't know enough about this person's history, but given what I know of the issues that trans people face, I'd hazard a guess that there's a whole load of trauma there and mis- being misgendered. It's probably a really shitty experience. And I think part of like my lesson or part of my like journey as a white straight male is to try and understand and to try and kind of develop and change my language or kind of inform my language to kind of move forward. Like you said, like, you know, your kids and and the next generations that are coming through are going to be so, hopefully so much better informed and so much better and more open and more expressive. And I think I've, I've heard of a lot of examples of young kids who are coming through now where it's just what gender they are is far more fluid and they're not tied to it as much. Whereas yeah. I think like for a young insecure guy, you almost, it's like, I said, I think, yeah, you know, you were talking about like how, how he's like, oh, those, those, I'm doing this because I'm a boy. Yeah. I think it's a place of insecurity. I think it's a case of like in group, out group mentality. Yeah, where yeah, like yeah. I identify as a guy and therefore I'm not that. Yeah. And yeah. Out on the, on the most simple basic level, it's like the, when they have a bath, like I have a penis <laughs> and she doesn't. So she is different. Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I think for for children, or it is that basic in this difference, which yeah. means yeah, yeah. group. Like you say, it means different group, and then they just like that. I go with that group in school. We play with these toys, do these yeah. things, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. and then you're watching people on telly. Yeah, so I've, I've disagreed with what I said <laughs> with myself <laughs> at the beginning. So thank you for for that. Well, you're it's just being educated. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so, um, what I was going to say, I was going to say a point then based on what you said with the with the trans thing. Oh yeah, about the gender fluidity and how kind mm-hmm. of nuanced and stuff that is, and the arguments and stuff. I get about that. You know, th- there are people out there that are just like, there's oh, a man, there's a woman, and they have no ability to view the world through any different lens than their own, do they? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, think that yeah, everyone's yeah. of the same upbringing, the same yeah. societal <laughs> and economic conditions that yeah, they have had, yeah, and yeah. it's like everyone's the same. So if you if you're gonna call them they, and they feel better and feel happier, more inclusive, and it has zero impact on your life, more yeah, than yeah. you learning yeah, a yeah. nugget <laughs> about anything, you gammon fuck. <laughs> And they're talking about it like an affront on British society, yeah, 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 don't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so and sad. And this, this is this is part of the reason why I find it such an easy issue to engage with at a very superficial level because, like, I know which my camp is. <laughs> like, if you know, I'm like, a... they 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 sort of 
they fit themselves nice and neatly into a box. It's like they all they don't like Abdul. They don't like the. He hasn't, he hasn't been in appearance for a while. <laughs> He's always there in the background plotting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know they don't like him. They don't like the gender neutral person down the road. They don't like the idea of gender neutral toilets. They don't want equal pay, although they won't say it. Like there's a whole <laughs> load of issues that they like bandy together, and it's just like oh. You're probably an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, like, so, it's so easy, isn't it? These are my beliefs. Like, they yeah, have a list yeah. of beliefs. And it doesn't matter what evidence or yeah, yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. that you have, they are never going to change, really, are they? Why? I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but I think it is still relevant. Why are so many people, Gammons in particular, so scared about changing their mind? Why is that weakness for some? Because because changing your mind is uncertainty. And I think, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily limit that to gammons. I think that I'm pretty intransigent. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm yeah, a little bit, a little bit salty. <laughs> I think I think that I have very generally have very fixed views about how I see the world. And like, I'm very stubborn. And it's very, very difficult for me to like alter my view. Like one of the really good, good example, I know this is kind of silly tangent and not really related to feminism, but me and Jode will quite often sit down of a week to watch some telly and nine times out of 10, she'll, we'll go through Netflix or go through Disney or well, not so much Disney, but go through Netflix and she'll, and I'll, she'll be like, Oh, do you want to watch this? I'm like, look shite. <laughs> and I'll just like reject 99%. But despite that, there's been at least half a dozen things over the last, you know, year or whatever that are some of the best things that I've ever seen that she's introduced me to on Netflix. Okay. Where it's just been like, oh, okay, I'll give it a go. And then I've been like, oh, it's fucking great. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> I find myself, there's like this stuff that comes up. I'm freely admitting this now, but let's talk. Um, if there's like a gay film, so like if one will come up, there'll be like a, a LGBTQ oh, yeah. Like banner, right. I will immediately, I will immediately say I'm not watching that. Well, you don't want any of those fucking puffs on your TV <laughs> screen, do you? <laughs> and that's why it's Fuck funny. It yeah? So that is that is hilarious, now, isn't it? What you just said. Yeah, you know why Clint, that is. Clint. Yeah, it's funny, <laughs> and it's weird. Like it's like I won't watch it, which is ridiculous. Have you seen Have you seen Brokeback Mountain? No. Oh, genuinely. not because of that. Just more, I don't know. Like, I don't know. No, no, you've got to. Oh, fucking hell! Like, I mean, I'm, I'm quite a kind of soppy romantic guy. Brokeback Mountain is one of the best films I've ever seen. It's What's so. so good about it? it will. Any, the array of penises. Just a huge amount. Just big ones, little ones, some as big as your head. <laughs> I think. I think for me, like, I'm, I'm quite a big fan of of a romance film. And I think that if they're done well, if they're not sort of, I, I'm not a big fan of rom-coms where it's like, oh, it's a comedy and, oh, look, there's an attractive man and there's an attractive woman. Will they end up together? Oh, I wonder. Whereas like with this, because obviously it's mainly the main theme or the main theme is homophobia. It's about like their very stiff, well, they're, they're cowboys. So they've, they've grown up in very ah. kind of stereotypical like Midwest America and very like, 
a big expectation on who they are and who they'll marry and how their lives will go. And then they fall in love. And it's like, it's a kind of massive fucking sledgehammer through it all. It's a massive thunderbolt moment where you're like, oh shit, you know, I, I love someone I shouldn't love. Okay. And then it's about their journey and how they kind of, you know, overcome that or deal with that and address it. And I'm not gay. I, I've never really discussed that film with any gay person, but I'd like to think it's a good reflection of that experience and how traumatic okay. that can be. Because okay. I, I pretty, it, it doesn't, I, I don't think I'm spoiling it and saying that it's not necessarily the happiest film. I think there's a lot of like sadness. There's a lot of kind of difficult shit in it. Yeah, which um, you would need to, to, to portray that journey, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Accurately. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, going, going back to feminism, I think that one of the big reasons, or there's two big reasons, really, I wanted to bring it up, was that I feel that there's a kind of, the bystander issue is far, far bigger than we give it credit for. And I feel like you and I, and men in general, straight men in particular, have a duty to step in and to sort of you know like where where there are kind of genuinely sexist jokes and i I don't mean sort of like oh fucking poor far get back in the kitchen like but where they're the kind of insidious because now because you know don't you you know don't you when it's oh, coming from a position of eight yeah yeah well, yeah i mean it, it it highlights itself more now because you have that whole cancel culture and the woke culture thing People are sort of, they go in all apologetic, but then they're like, oh, yeah, but I, you know, you know, they're so like, you know, and I think that we've got to sort of really intelligently clamp down on that. And it's yeah, like, I agree. Well, like, I, th- I can't remember who said it, but I heard somewhere like what a good technique is if someone makes a really awful joke, just ask them to explain it, ask them to explain like why it's funny or like, you know, what they mean. And if they have to do that, they have to expose the horrific view that they're expressing. And then it's like, oh, well, you're a prick. <laughs> do you reckon that is the, that, that is the way they might, am I wrong about the jokes then where, like, you know, they can be funny, like the one that you just did then, but are we actually making the problem worse just by not agreeing collectively to say, do you know what, that, that is something that we just can't joke about because uh, then we know that whoever jokes about it then, we know is is uh, like sexist, uh, or I, does it come down to just being as simple as having that sixth sense, which I do generally believe exists. That you know that yeah, when when he said that, he, he fucking meant it. I see racists. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They, they are around basically, don't they? Yeah. But maybe just the argument for saying by by saying jokes, you're actually like. That are coming from a decent pl- from a comedic space space well, only. I mean, that that those people who hold the the shit views are more likely to do their, their jokes, think, so think, you can actually call them out on it. But I don't think that most of those people. What you're gonna say to him is to say like, oh, she should get back in the fucking kitchen, right? Yeah. The guy says that like in on your table in a pub that you're not you're see like he's a yeah, friend yeah, of a yeah. friend. What can you generally tell that guy to say so that he leaves that? <laughs> that pub, we always talk about this. Oh, I was wrong about all of the things. <laughs> That's the difficult thing, isn't it? What can you tell that person or show them that says, like, oh, actually, yeah, I shouldn't have. Yeah, that, that's not true. 
I think I think for sorry me, for that question. No, 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 don't 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 apologize. I think I think one of the major things with that is that it's for one, depending upon the size of the group, it's not just about you, it's about the collective response. So if you've say got one guy who makes a really sexist comment, like, oh, you know, makes up makes some really like nasty objectifying comment, say about the barmaid's tits or whatever. Yeah. And then he's doing it as a point of humour to then invite other people to launch in with, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. It's then your choice to go boom and, you know, this. And then the rest of the group then has the opportunity to pick a side to go, you know, do we do we parley yeah. on this or do we go with the other? And I think that judging the tone and judging the intention behind the words is is the most important distinguisher and i think yeah. if you're able if you haven't consumed enough booze i think the intention should be to have a real subtle intelligent conversation about it where you can actually break it down and go you know you can get them gently to a point where they're like i was wrong about all the things <laughs> yeah are you just oh you just see something like oh, you don't really mean that dear joe you know yeah, yeah, something, yeah. something along those lines yeah but exactly. you're right that exactly. that is the role of the average man and woman yeah. When when those things are either, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I think that's I think good. I think what, what we end what we end up with is like if we don't do that, and I think that part of the reason that we've I'm not I'm not entirely laying the blame at, at man's door, but I feel like the reason why we've or part of the reason we've ended up with Andrew Tate is because Pornhub has come along and made violent pornography available mm. to everyone the government hasn't stepped in and provided decent, sustainable um, sex and relationship education. Wales really, really, really recently has just what the Welsh government have just won a legal challenge against their plan to introduce like age appropriate, more forward thinking sex and relationship education as a standard part of the curriculum to all state schools in Wales. I think okay. they, they won the case like, two or three weeks ago um and it's like it's a really fucking big deal because if you come from a like if you come from a home where your dad is regularly beating your mum and you grow up learning that women are objects and the fucking music videos tell you that like you know where ass pussy this and you know fucking down the back of my throat or whatever you you objectify women and you only see them as that like how the fuck are you you know what kind of a young bloke are you going to turn into? Of course, yeah. Only, and then you go down the fucking pub and you say, oh, you know, nice and orcs love. Like, God, that's horrific. I need to edit that out. Um, <laughs> Norks. Norks. Isn't that what, like, royal family members call tits? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> well, if, like, you're, if, yeah, if you're saying that, though, shouldn't we therefore uh, treat sexists with compassion yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely 100 percent. like i think it's a fucking horrific place to be in because you think about it like if you're incredibly sexist if you genuinely hold sexist views how much does that limit you like like to you know like the other the second reason that i wanted to bring this is because i was watching a video on youtube um one of my favorite youtubers a guy from scotland who does videos about Scottish history 
And I can't remember the exact year, but it was like 19th century. So we're talking like late 18, mid to late 1800s. And there were five, five women or seven women. It was five women in Scotland, one of whom, like, I think it was maybe two or three initially. And then a few of them joined the next year, went to Glasgow University. I think it was Glasgow. Could have been Edinburgh. Might have been Glasgow to study medicine. And yeah. the university was very touch and go about letting them in that, you know, basically never had women on the medical course before. It was like, oh, you know, not sure about this. Then they eventually let them. But they got a massive amount of hassle. There was a public campaign against them. There were marches like on, on one of the days when they had their exams. As they went into the exam hall, they were like pelted with mud and like rotten veg. And like as they were sitting the exam, as they were actually in there doing it, like someone let a sheep into the hall to like just fucking, you know, distract them, basically. Jesus. And it's like you contrast that now with like, I mean, the yeah, the majority of my class are women studying law. I'm I'm pretty sure that if, like all the solicitors, I think solicitors are mostly women. Barristers still mostly men. But like, you know, in, there's a far better gender split than there was a couple of hundred years ago amongst lawyers, at least. And I'm pretty sure most doctors are now women as well. I'm pretty sure most GPs are women. And it's like, it's just a fucking massive, like, fuck you to that really limited attitude yeah. where you're like, Jesus Christ, of all the things to fucking care about. Like, if if someone's going to treat me for, like, gout or fucking AIDS or cancer or whatever... I'm not going to give a shit what they look like. Imagine going to A&E with all those three things. (laughs) Treat me, women. (laughs) You're a sorry state. You've got AIDS. What was the other one? Cancer and gout. Gout. (laughs) May as as well go straight through to the morgue. (laughs) Nah, it's... I I just think fucking... How fucking sorry do you have to be to, like, fucking... Yeah. Like, because, you know, fun, as long as you can understand the person talking to you and you've got, you know, doesn't... That doesn't necessarily have to be a language barrier. You could have some com- complete upper-class toss spot talking to you with no emotional intelligence. That's as much as a fucking barrier as if they're speaking second-language English. Like, whether they're a woman, whether they're a man, it just doesn't matter. And I think that we've we've come a long way in 100 years, you know, 150 yeah. years, but we haven't come far enough. <laughs> okay. Okay, to ask you a question, what's the, the biggest thing that troubles you about the feminist movement? I think it's struggle with engaging with the average man. Okay. I I think that, you know, we, we've kind of alluded to it where you kind of think, well, where are the male archetypes and how do we actually face our... There's a chronic problem with men's mental health and it's not really getting any better. Mm-hmm. And feminists as a group don't typically engage with it very well. <laughs> No, either. Yeah, there is there is a thing on both sides, isn't there? There's more like, man, you know, more than just yeah. like, all right, we need to help this guy. Um, if, if we're, I suppose it is a reasonable argument to think, you know, go, go back when, uh, you know, the woman used to stay at home. And yeah, I, in the good I, old days. 
It's <laughs> funny again. It's funny again. So, <laughs> and so like, um, and then now obviously, and so obviously limited opportunities and then things start to change. Women almost have to work because of capitalism. Keep yeah, everything going, yeah, keep yeah. the income coming. We're all trapped, we're all slaves, technically in the system. Here we go again. <laughs> and so just in that way, by forcing women to come to the workplace, of course, initially they go to the basic jobs, you know, again, in inverted mm. commas, and that's where the mm. kind of imbalance comes. But do you therefore think that, well, now we're at a stage whereby, you know, both have to work in the vast majority of cases. So it's literally just going to take time. And after time, after the women being in the workplace enough and having to work, then just n- almost naturally and organically layering on top of that, knowing that the boomer generation is going to die off yeah. within the next 20, 30 years, that the, the, the problem's almost going to correct itself and there's not actually a hell of a lot we need to do in the long term, I'm not saying again, yes, in the pub, we should challenge it to try and improve things yeah. today. But actually, will the problem almost resolve itself if we keep going the way that we are now? Uh, you I know, mean, I'm talking 150 years. No, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'd say broadly, I agree with you. But if it's not going to inconvenience us that much and it's probably going to bring us well not probably i would i would believe that it would bring us more benefit than cost to change more rapidly than that i no i agree why not of course i agree no listen i agree with all that and that goes back to the you, i wish you, things would go quicker but what i mean is like is the trajectory this is not, broadly positive yeah well it's, yeah. it's 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 almost going to happen and yeah. it's easy yeah, yeah. to think that like just because you're halfway along on the train track, things are still shit. I agree, things are still shit, but mm. this is almost the final thought in a way. I think because I, I generally just feel like we're just on the journey. It's painful, but I think it's it's going to happen. Having kids, seeing like, well, just the younger generation these days, how kind of like they don't think about it. L- looking at the kids' programs. And, and yeah. knowing that they, they've got, you know, gay people on them, trans people on them, so they're just subjected to it instantly. Where even our, you'd never yeah. see that in our generation. Know, no. yeah. So I, I'm just, I, what I'm getting at, I think, is like, there's laws that we need to do. We should continue challenging. We should continue making mm. jokes about it because it is funny. Uh, yeah. But call it out when we know yeah. that it's shit and help the journey. You know, help yeah. the yeah, journey. Yeah, yeah. But I feel hopeful that I think it's almost a given that we're, uh, Hopefully, maybe this is me, but like being a bit too optimistic again, which is very much unlike me. But I think it, it, it's going to be okay. Like it's going to be okay with it. I think. I think but when you when you maybe, come maybe with I optimism, say that as a man, should, should I say that? Because <laughs> this is another thing I wanted to discuss very briefly. Was like, is it okay that you and me have these? You know, yes. is it just literally? Well, it, there's a lot of things talking about men. Have you, not, have you not fucking looked in the mirror recently? You're white and you're male and you're straight. You you are definitely entitled well, to these I was views. Come to the, the, the point of this is that we're explaining to the stupid women <laughs> how things work. Yeah, if only just bloody listen. <laughs> but it's the same thing about the black and white. Well, how could white people ever discuss what a black person goes uh, through because you can't uh, live it? Do, do we? Am I too hopeful there because oh, you're a bloody nah. man? Well. I, I had, I've, I'm really fucking lucky. Like, 
in my class in uni, we've got, uh, I think there's four blokes total. No, five, five blokes total other. And I think maybe at least 10 women. So like double, double women. And then within the group, there's off the top of my head, at least three people of color. If you can kind of, you know, basically non-white people. And I've had some like really interesting and fun and funny discussions about race and sexism. Like, <laughs> I can't, I won't be able to retell this properly, but I was sat in the pub the first ever time we'd gone out for like a social beer together in the first like term. And I was discussing like, you know, we were discussing sexism and intersectionality and racism and stuff. And what the girl that was sat next to me said, oh, yeah, we're owned twice. <laughs> the black, <laughs> yeah, black girl. Nice. Yeah, and it was nice. like, yes. This is what we need. Like that's it's funny. That's the that funny. It's the kind of joke that's going to make a racist or a sexist deeply uncomfortable, and it's her making the joke in a way that kind of brings the issue out into the open and yeah. gets us to discuss it. Yeah. But it isn't about victimizing her, and it isn't about belittling her or making her like lesser than she is. It's about going, "Hey guys, this is quite a big thing." Let's get out in the open and talk. Yeah, about it. <laughs> and, that, and that's again where both sides need to improve. Whereby the men need to improve by ensuring that it to be clear that if you are joking about it, that you are making sure that that person is coming from it from the right direction by either yeah. sensing mm. it and then it, calling it out or having a conversation about it, like you're not yeah. being true there. Yeah. But the other side, the feminists, be they male or women, because male and women are feminists also need to realise that joking about it, even if it is sometimes coming from a negative point of view, at least gets the issue out there and it gives you the opportunity to try and, and tackle it, you know? Create a dialogue. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. I think I think you're right to a certain extent about are we... I, I think we're right to have the conversation. I would hazard guess that some of the things that we've said and discussed during this episode are going to be controversial or potentially upsetting to people. Yeah. And just purely because we come from an inherently biased perspective. But well, I, this is I, what I mentioned earlier. Yeah, I'm worried about that. It's, it's all good. They don't really matter anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is laughing. But I think I think it's one of those things where it's like, we need, we need dialogue. And, and that's why WAFPod at Outlook.com, you know, we'd, we'd welcome any sort of counter views or discussion about this because I think that I'm very stubborn in my views. This is what I believe, but I'm always open to listening. And I like being educated. Like I like the, particularly the trans issues. Like it's one of those issues that I've, I've never really, I've known trans people, but I've never had any close friends that are trans. I've known a load of women, but typically in a relationship. So it's very rare that, you know, I mean, I, I like to think I've become less sexist as a result of having relationships, but I grew up in a male dominated house, like me, three brothers and a dad, like it was a very male environment. And it kind of, I think that it's important to like educate yourself. One really fucking interesting thing that I'm doing at the moment is, have you heard of the human library? No. Oh, cool. Awesome. Well, it hasn't launched yet, but 
I'm involved in the uni and setting up a human library. Um, there's a movement that was set up in Denmark about 23 years ago. Essentially, they thought it'd be a good idea for communities to get more knowledge of each other. So, you know, if, if you've never met an Azerbaijani goat herder, you can go onto the human library website, pick out the Azerbaijani goat herder and arrange to meet with him and sit down and have a chat about goat herding. And if he's never met a middle-aged feminazi, he can meet a middle-aged feminazi and have a chat about whatever the fuck they want to have a chat about. And we have a kind of, not an issue, but in the university, there's a big group of people from Pakistan, India, Southeast Asia, who are typically studying business, finance, all those kind of courses. And then you have a whole load of people studying law who are typically British, um, whether that be white, black, whatever, they're typically British. And getting them to mix more would be really fun. So it's like a nice opportunity to just go, let's drop the fences and let's just hang out and chat and drink cups of tea. (laughs) I want everyone to be happier. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have a fucking war. If we knew more about each other and we liked each other more because we knew each other, no one could pick up a gun. You physically couldn't, because why would you? They're just your mate. I 100% agree. World peace, man. (laughs) It's the fucking incense getting to me. (laughs) Anyway, it's... Well, I enjoyed it, though. You already kind of did your final thought, but do you do you want to do you want to grab? Well, no, yeah, no, I've done it. It's got to be positive again. Uh, You know, where I I just generally do believe, yeah, it is reiterating that where both sides need to improve, but inherently, I'm positive about it. Rightly or wrongly, saying this is a white male, (laughs) putting that term condition on it, that I think that this huge improvement stride being made could it be quicker? Yes. Do we have a role in making it quicker? Yes. But I think it's going to happen. Oh my god. If it's, Ca- if, oh my god, if, this is something think, that capitalism has actually helped because it's how it's, because it's forced women into the workplace because we can't afford to live without two incomes. <laughs> and it's gonna solve feminism. <laughs> oh my Jesus god, what a final Christ. thought. Shit. Cancel, cancel, cancel WAF now, cancel WAF now. No. <laughs> no, I mean if 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 we have an episode where you're coming away from it optimistic. I'm going to fucking take that. That's incredible. That's it. That's good enough for you. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. right.